We Have Concerns is made possible entirely through donations from listeners like you. A little can go a long way. Visit patreon.com slash we have concerns to lend your support. pictured in my head doing these really ornate, beautiful Fabergé style Easter eggs when I was yeah. a kid. And then it was just like a splotch of paws dye and, a, <laughs> and an applique of a bunny. But you could do the cool half and half where you like hold it halfway and then you flip it over and you hold it in a different color halfway. And, it's and gotta... kids are so easily amused now that I think back <laughs> on it. Kids are so stupid. This is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Let's talk about addiction. Oh, let's get real. Okay. Uh, I saw a story on uh, the HuffPo, the old HuffPo. Mm-hmm. That's what the that's, that's what, what the call kids it. abbreviate it with. Yeah, uh, cool skater kids. Yeah. who hang out outside the Seven Eleven, asking you to buy them alcohol. Why won't the they hang out with me? Because you look like a narc. But I I got the and you're you're kind of a narc. I got the Nike shoes that they wear. Yeah, but they asked purchased- you to buy them alcohol, and you went inside and told the clerk. Hey, these kids outside asked me to buy them alcohol. Was that? Yeah, I wanted Should to I be aware. It? I didn't know if it was legal or not. Did I felt you, like it was probably not legal. Is this an arrangement that you and the children have? <laughs> are they delivering this alcohol to their parents who are <laughs> legally of age to drink it? Because that's what they say, but I don't know if I can trust them. I'm just unsure. Yeah, I don't know why cool kids don't like you. Uh, <laughs> We, we tend to think of addiction as a genetic thing. Mm, it's a as, disease. As a, yeah, as a mental thing. Right. As, you know, some people are just born addicts because of their brain chemistry or their body chemistry or whatever. And, you know. Well, yeah, if there's a history of addiction in your family, I think you're much more likely to be an addict, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, here are some things. We've done some pretty nuts experiments about how addictive drugs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most famous experiments uh, that we've all heard of is a mouse put in a cage. Yeah. Two bottles of water. One bottle of water is laced with a, a cocaine or a heroin, and the other bottle of water is perfectly normal. Right. And uh, the mouse repeatedly, continuously, only goes to the heroin bottle. Cocaine water. Yeah. Heroin co- water. Cocaine water, yeah. Right. Because, like, smart mouse. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and so we did these experiments. There was even a commercial based on, based on it in, like, the 70s and 80s. There was a whole ad campaign about, like, look what it does to this mouse. Look how it's going to destroy you. Yeah. Look at all the, you know, and we kind of, Tony like. Tony Montana mouse. Yeah. Like, say hello to my even littler friend. <laughs> He's very small. <laughs> I am a mouse. My am... little friend is a pill bug. <laughs> this shit is adorable, is it not? <laughs> say hello to him. Say hello to him. <laughs> Look at him wave to you with his tiny little hand. Oh, you should see his tiny friend. Look at him wave his little proboscis. Ah, <laughs> uh, you like that? Sometimes he rides me to beetle school. You like that? Is that adorable? Yeah, you love it. Have cocaine. Have some cocaine, though. <laughs> First cute meme is free. <laughs> Pushing adorable memes. Pushing the memes on these kids. It's just this mouse and this pill bug <laughs> together. Oh, you want us to play with a ball? We'll play with a you ball. Like that? You I like got it. a kitten. Who's giving a monkey a bath? You want to see that? You see? <laughs> yeah, you do. You love it. Yeah, you do. Let me take you in the back room. We got some crazy <laughs> shit. We got this lady. She stomps on grapes. <laughs> she falls over, man. First is money. Then is power. Then is animated gifts. Then is cheeseburger. <laughs> you want cheeseburger? <laughs> I has it. <laughs> uh after this experiment was run, there was another experiment run in, in 1970 by uh, this professor of psychology, Bruce Alexander. Uh, 
who walked up to the cage basically and said, "Oh, so that's uh, that's that mouse that that's keeps that drinking. Drug mouse. That's a drug mouse that keeps drinking drug water, right? <laughs> what else is in the cage?" And everybody goes, "What do you regular mean? water? He could be drinking that." Uh huh. So the mouse. Yeah. Two bottles of water. Yeah, drug water and regular water. Guess when he chose. And then just did just a cage. Yeah. That's where mice live. So you've literally trapped a mouse in a cage with nothing else to do except drugs. Mm. See, when you put it like that, I sound like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the problem, right? <laughs> he walked over and he saw just a very uh, simple reason why they were getting the results they were getting. Of course, if you lock me in a room, an empty room, <laughs> yeah. for literally my entire life with nothing to do except a pile of cocaine gets delivered every morning, <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, man. Anthony went to drug prison. Oh, really? Is that, is that a prison for, for drug dealers? No, it's, uh, it's where they put you in prison and deliver drugs to you every day. When I get out of here, you know what I'm going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to try I'm gonna try wearing more hats. I've always thought I should wear more hats. I think I have a face for a hat. Don't you think I have a face for a hat? I am alone. I am still alone. I am talking to no one. But I do think a hat, right? Like a nice hat. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to barbecue more. I have that grill. I never use that grill. Just pacing a white room back and forth. All the, all the inmates that get out of this prison are much more productive when they get out for a very short period of time. For a 15-minute period of time, unless they punch somebody in the face immediately after getting... So, uh, Bruce Alexander builds Rat Park. Rat Park. Now, we've heard about something like this before. We, we talked heard about, about the, Rat City. We heard about the Rat City. That huh? ended not well. Well, but here's the thing about Rat City. Rat City was a place where <clears throat> everything the rats could ever want was provided for them in a central location. Right, they need not, want not. Yeah, so they all just sat and waited for food all day. Right. Uh, what Rat Park was, was it was just sort of a cage where the rats have toys, mm. and then they have food. Yeah. They have the company of a couple other rats with a controlled population. Mm -hmm. And then they have regular water and they have drug water. <laughs> uh-huh. What do you think happened? They still drank the drug water? They did not drink the drug water. What? There was there was like a mouse or two who would who would there use was the a, the mouse you wouldn't want your pet mouse hanging there out. There was with. a mouse that would like hang out outside the Seven Eleven asking <laughs> you to buy like drug water for it. Yeah, it was a pretty cool mouse, yeah. but ultimately not the kind of mouse you want to hang out with. But most of the mice would use the cocaine water and go right back to mouse life and be like, "Yo, dude, just so you know." <laughs> I was playing with ball earlier. Oh, ball's so fun. Ball is the best. Yeah. And I I was got real thirsty and I drank that water out of the out of the far oh, bottle. Oh, the far one? And I got real jittery, man. And uh, then you like all right? I got real tired. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't play with ball for the rest of the day. And I had the whole day planned just to play ball. Yeah, I thought your eyes were looking a little buggy. I, I mean, more than normal. I fell real I fell real behind in ball. How can we tell when we have bloodshot eyes, by the way, as rats? It's tough. Yeah, but, you know I. But overall, I feel like I maybe did. Yeah. Anyway, so you're gonna stick with saying, regular water? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna tell you if you have a full day of ball planned. Yeah, I love ball. Like maybe don't take that water. Take uh, the other water. I think that's smart. That's good. That's that's good. Good input, man. I appreciate that. I like that all mice are basically people in their thirties. <laughs> Mice are basically like, oh yeah, man. Like I would love to. I would love to do some X this weekend. Like I would love to oh, just. Sure. I would love to do some Molly if this I had weekend. Time. But I have got to meet with my accountant. 
if I could block out, like, I'm going to need, like, 24 hours to sleep. <laughs> if I could really block that out, uh, I would love to do it. I, yeah. would, I would super love to do some Man, Molly if I was 25 again, weekend. I'd be all over that. I mean, seriously, but I've just got, like, the lawn isn't mowed, and the neighbors <laughs> give me this look, and, like, you know, I really just, I've been jogging, and I want to keep on that practice. All mice, all healthy mice are just 30-something <laughs> boring humans. So you're saying that <laughs> basically these mice got an after-school program. Basically, what it, what happened is... It's like proof that after-school programs work to keep kids off drugs. Like, give them an activity. Give them something to do that's fun, and they won't exactly. do drugs. Exactly. Environment and good life are the main thing that keep people from doing drugs. Which, like, man, anybody... I think anybody could have told you that if they right. were like, if they had actually known anybody that had done drugs, if they had like looked around and been like, well, who are the people I know that are just doing drugs all the time? They're bored, they're kids. They have infinite free time, <laughs> no supervision, and no they're, activities to occupy their time. They're miserable, they're, you know, they're, things are not going well for them. Like, they're largely ignored by the people in their lives, including adults. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a pretty obvious conclusion but it's so funny that it gets forgotten about so much um that's why this shit works when they introduce just like go play basketball and it's organized and there's a place for kids to congregate it's not like oh they need you know <laughs> they need something crazy to prevent people from selling drugs to them yeah. they just have something else to do so a human example of this that's in the article is 20 percent of US soldiers in Vietnam became addicted to heroin. If you were in Vietnam, you were basically just like doing H. Right. We've seen movies. They were I've in the never, shit. They were in the shit. I've never been to Vietnam. I've seen a lot of scary Vietnam movies. Yeah. I saw a hilarious heartwarming one with Robin Williams, but I think that was the exception and not the rule. Right. Still, though. Still some dark parts. Some dark stuff in that one. Yeah. MASH was Korea. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing good about Vietnam. Mm -mm. Uh, so, <laughs> whereas the Korean War, we give our implicit hilarious. Yeah. Oh boy. Nothing funnier than the Korean War. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so these soldiers get back to America. Mm -hmm. Ninety-five percent of them just stopped doing heroin. Right. Just stopped. Yeah. No rehab. Yeah. No. No. Like. No. Like internal conflict. No harsh times. Ninety-five percent just came back and they were like, oh boy, life isn't shitty anymore. Right. I guess I'll stop doing one of the most addictive substances known to man. Well, also, you know, when someone goes in and gets uh, an intense surgery or something, they give them morphine. There's yeah. the, there is medically prescribed basically heroin that no one is concerned that they're going to go out and start craving it. I mean, that does happen sometimes, but there's a lot of data that says that drugs aren't as inherently addictive as we have been led to believe. Yeah. Now, some people, yes. Right. Some people, genetically, mentally, whatever, are right. either have an just, addictive. They're wired that way. Yes. I would guess that that's probably you know a mix of environment and that sort of person is the reason the other five percent of those soldiers didn't get off. Right. I would guess. Right. Um. But it to your point, he did a second rat experiment hmm. where he straight up put them in the cage. With the with the drug water, I think this guy might be addicted to rat experiments. Whoa! I'm just saying. It's like, okay, Professor Alexander, mm -hmm. we get it. You've you've proved you've proved your point. I have uh, a proposal for a new rat experiment. Now I, we understand. Is this a rat experiment about addiction? Well, it's peripherally about addiction. It's uh, the rats this time. Uh, there's a park. 
Mm-hmm. And now there's a parking lot, uh-huh. and there's a little rat 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Go and, on. Uh, what I've been unable to identify is why uh, that the one rat uh, always wants to go and hang out in front of the little rat 7-Eleven. Uh, so if we build the structure and we stock it with little... You know that that rat is hanging outside the rat 7-Eleven to score dope. You know that. Well, the dope is readily available to him in, in the second uh, water supply. And so I don't understand why he needs to go over to the Rat 7-Eleven and just hang out Dr. there. Dr. Alexander, mm. your experiment is denied. <gasps> you need help. But, but this boy, we under- this boy, I mean, Rat, he's in front of the 7-Eleven and he doesn't come home for dinner. I mean, back to the park for dinner. And he's, he's, it makes me feel the feeling. Professor Alexander. Yes. Number one, Mm -hmm. you're addicted to rat experiments, and you need help. How dare you? Number two, everything okay at home? (laughs) Is every one of these experiments about Toby? Because you've proven your point. Toby's a troubled boy. Are you trying to prove your point to Toby? Because maybe what Toby needs is not another experiment. Maybe he needs his father at home. Toby, I'm coming. Cut to 7-Eleven where Toby is trying to convince Jeff Kanata to buy alcohol for him. No, man. I, I, I'll just go in and ask the guy. Don't I, ask the guy. It's like you don't get what's going on here, man. But you want to get it for your dad who is a medical doctor and doesn't have time to go get his alcohol. I'm he's happy really, to get it for you. He's really busy and just, yeah, go get it for you. I just want to make sure You don't that need they're... to make sure with the guy. You don't need to make... Dad? Tell me, I'm so glad I found you. Dad. Oh, hey, uh, he, I was just about to buy some alcohol for you, sir. Oh, what? Toby, uh, Toby. Dad, are you here? Yeah, I'm are here. Are you here for me? I'm here for you, boy. Are you gonna, are you gonna buy me some Zima? Zima? Get out of my face, you fucking waste of space. Jeff, Zima? Yeah, Zima. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's simply different. Thank you. He's Jeff. Will you be my dad now? <laughs> sure, Toby. You sound just like my dad anyway. Well, I never but, knew that we'd be in the same place at the same time. <laughs> but no, he, he did. He, he took these rats. He put them in the initial bad cage, gave them 60 days mm-hmm. of just drug water, put them back in a rat park, and they went through some physical withdrawal, but <laughs> didn't go back to the drug water. Crazy. Addiction, man. What's it about? And not to get political on you, mm-hmm. but this all goes back to the point of we are just fucking dumb about how we handle drug policy in this country and treating it like it's a crime and not something much more complicated and investing our resources in things that would actually work yeah. and actually make sense and aren't prosecutorial. It's it's Yeah, stupid. well, that's why the things that tend to work, and, and this article touches on this, the things that tend to work, even though as of late they are considered sort of problematic in certain ways, are things like AA, NA, yeah. things, where, things that give you a human connection, things that force you to do things with other people right. that aren't drug-related, right. that are specifically not drug-related, that are specifically about gratitude in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cure is actually happiness, which is like the most stupid, Muppety <laughs> fucking conclusion to come to. <laughs> yeah. But it really is. And it's so weird that that is 
the answer for most people, and it's such an obvious answer, and it's so hard for people to achieve. Yeah. So that's why it makes so little sense when it's like, oh, you're unhappy. Let's put you in a place that's even less happy and more miserable and ruin your life even more. Rather than, hey, maybe we should try to rehabilitate the things in your life that led to this. Well, look at, uh, and I mean, if you are a poor person, if you are a person who has kind of a criminal record or has had kind of a bad life, look at the rehab center you get sent to. It's either a prison, or if it's not a prison, it is a a public hospital. It is kind of a miserable place to be. The people there are you know, overworked social workers or people who generally have a disdain for you to begin with. Yeah. Now, if you are a rich person, where do you go? You go to a place that looks like a fancy house on a hill mm-hmm. with other people who are rich. Yeah. And a chef cooks for you and you drink a lot of water and talk about your childhood. Right. And hang out. Yeah. And that works. Yeah. More than the public answer works. So I don't know. It, how do you how do you fix that? It's it's it, you know, so many things we're finding out recently are just systemically bad (laughs) that's so true man which is the wrong-headed approach and it's great that science is actually proving that yeah showing that hey it's not just this ephemeral human thing of bad people are bad people it's an animal on the animal level that things work or don't work and it really has more to do with where you put your attention yeah absolutely do you do you want to do some drugs no I'm pretty happy. Like some, like, but like not a lot of drugs, but like some drugs. Jack. I mean, you want do you want to do some drugs? Hey, buddy, you want to do some drugs though? I don't know. I mean, gonna, I, I, are you gonna narc on me if I tell you I have drugs? Well, I just want to ask this fella here with the uh, the badge. Uh, just want to make sure he's cool with me doing some drugs. Officer friendly. <laughs> Officer friendly. I want to ask Officer friendly if it's hey, okay. Hey, oh boy. <laughs> we were just wondering if it's cool to do some H. <laughs> I have no desire to do H. No. God, no. God, no. Don't do that. Uh, no, I mean, I'm curious about some things. I yeah. mean, it's not like I'm, I'm completely... I'm well, you've, completely... Led, you've led a pretty, a pretty overall clean life, right? In terms of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've tried pot a few times, but I'm not... I'm not uh, anything other than that. I have not. See, when I was young, broken, unhappy, I did a shit ton of drugs. Yeah. Like a shit ton of drugs. But it's true. Like, and I, I really felt like I was going to get... I felt like I was going to be doing drugs and getting nowhere for the rest of my life. And then I moved from Florida to New York where it was a completely different environment. And there were things for me to do. And there were people who were more aligned with the way that I thought. And, and there was this cool rat park that you got cool, all excited yeah, about? Yeah, it was a cool rat park. I rented an apartment with two bottles of water. <laughs> there were two faucets. And, uh, and no, when I moved to New York. Toby, and I, and I, I found you a little companion. <laughs> You just live in the little environment I made in a borough of New York. Dad, you've gone off the deep end. Well, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Live. No. Love. All right. I made Dad, you- what happened to you? Why is this apartment down at the bottom of a well? You've gone off the deep end. I'm not one of your experiments. Just enjoy it. I built you a tiny 7-Eleven to stand in front of Toby. The 7-Eleven is, like, really tiny, though. <laughs> yes, well, I have a small budget. They denied my application. They said you, I'm addicted to this why shit. Why don't you get me out of the well, Dad, and I can stand in front of a real-size 7-Eleven? Wouldn't that be better for your experiment? Come on, Dad, let me out of the well. Stay in the well, Toby. <sighs> Stay in the well. I give you a companion. Enjoy it. He is an adorable little pill bug. 
Look at him wave. Say hello to your little friend. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do feel like, uh, you know, running away is not always an answer. But if you are genuinely in an unsupportive environment and you're not getting the results you want out of your life, whether it's making you do drugs, whether it's you can't get where you want in your career, you can't, you don't seem right. to like have the support group, you don't feel like you can trust the people around you, it's easier sometimes to start anew and, and get that better life than it is to try and dig your way out of a hole, yeah. you know? It's a mental health issue. It really is. Uh, how do you guys feel about this? Uh, have you ever have you ever dealt with this sort of stuff in your life? Just uh, you can let us know on Twitter. I'm at a Carboni. And I'm at Jeff Canada. And you can just tweet at us with the hashtag pillbug. <laughs> and if you, uh, whoa, double meaning, I never realized it. Hey, yo. Pillbug. Good night.